Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Well, hello everyone, and do you join us in a rather impromptu conversation about a watch I don't think anyone expected to happen. New from Omega and also Swatch is the Moonswatch collection. Um, before we delve into the details of these specific watches, Tom, what are your initial reactions to this? Well, um, Omega have done it again. Just just as I'm about to sit down, they do a sneaky <laughs> sneak and release a load of watches. And um, I have to get back up again and do something. But uh, I'm buzzing. I'm absolutely buzzing. I was going to spend this weekend with my family, but instead I'm going to go and queue up outside a Swatch shop. <laughs> Let's talk about the headline uh, piece of information here, really, because uh, I, I believe this was leaked a little early ahead of the uh, intended Saturday release. We're talking about a watch that looks like a Speedmaster that is sanctioned by Omega, that has the Omega branding for... Uh, Two hundred pounds, I think two hundred and seven pounds. That's that is a price bracket that you can very much get on board with. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That's um, Omega on the dial for two hundred pounds is is crazy world. Yeah. Crazy world time. What's the catch? What what are these watches? Let's let's have a little look uh, and, and and break them down. Because first and foremost, uh, it's a collaboration with Swatch. We know Swatch make cheaper plastic watches to all intents and purposes, were the saviour of the Swiss watch industry back when um, Japanese quartz watches were taking over. But we don't necessarily associate them with luxury. Um, so to see this collaboration is strange, and obviously at this price makes it even stranger. Well, you say that, but I remember hearing that Swatch stood for second watch. A Swatch was like a uh, more disposable, casual watch that you would wear instead of your more expensive, elegant timepiece. So that's sort of that's sort of what this is, isn't it? Second Speedmaster. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll, we'll get into the details of what this really means for Omega and what we think they're trying to do with it. Uh, what are we talking about in terms of specs? So, yeah, they, they look very much like Speedmasters, um, but they uh, do differ quite considerably in spec so um, the main material that you're going to see for the case is Swatch's own bioceramic. Bioceramic? What is bioceramic? Now as um, Swatch says it, it's a uh, game-changing blend of ceramic and biosourced plastic and it's one of the unique innovations which you can find all of their watches in. It says here um, take one-third biosourced plastic, good sustainable, mix in two-thirds ceramic 
Bioceramic offers you a lot more resistance and at the same time a silky soft touch. These watches feel every bit as good as they look. Um, supposedly it's used in the medical industry and it sounds like sort of the, the look and feel of plastic but with some of the properties of ceramic. Um, I mean, I, I'm no chemist. I didn't know that you could mix plastic and plant pots together but uh, it seems to be something that Swatch has used in the past. Um, it ties in quite nicely with Omega's uh, very heavy use of ceramics in the Moonwatch collection, like the, the dark side of the moon and whatnot. Uh, what, what do you think about the way it looks? Uh, I I kind of like the texture of it, and there's some interesting colour ways going on as well, which we'll get into, but um, my initial thought is how will it feel? I'm sure it feels... I'm sure it feels fine on the skin but i mean how will it feel in terms of weight is this going to yeah. feel like a swatch watch yeah is it premium or, or will it feel cheap is it going to feel a bit plasticky and a bit toy like in terms of the way it looks i'll be honest as i was skimming through and i saw these for the first time i my immediate reaction was oh look omega are doing more watches it didn't even occur to me that they were swatch watches so from a press image perspective, they are no different. Um, it's only when you start to explore the details like um, the cleverly titled Moon Swatch instead of Moon Watch and the fact that it's a, a quartz-powered watch and things like that mm. that you start to realise, oh, okay, so it, it is a cheaper product. But I'll be interested to see how it holds up in real life. Yeah, yeah. How, how's it, how's it going to feel on the wrist is uh, the, one of the big questions I have. Um, but in terms of the aesthetics, it look, I think they look great. They've got everything you'd expect from a Speedmaster. You know, you've got all your subdials, your chronograph hands. You've got loom on, on, on the dial and everything looks like everything is where it should be. Yeah, they've even gone to the extent to do the things like Dot Over 90 and the little engraved logo in the crystal, albeit the, the Swatch logo. Yep. And it's very much branded predominantly Omega Speedmaster. Yeah. You've got a Velcro strap branded Omega, which, you know, might feel a bit budget, but actually I kind of, I feel that sort of lends itself to the astronaut spacey aesthetic of it. Yeah. Uh, but let's have a little look at the individual models because there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 10, um, They are representing not just the moon, but every single body in the solar system, including the sun as well. Uh... And that offers an opportunity to have a number of different, as you mentioned, colourways, starting with a very bright yellow sunburst dial and a bioceramic case for the Mission to the Sun version. Uh, are there any particular highlights that stand out for you in this, this wide range of watches? Yeah, there's some really nice variations here and some not so nice ones. Um, but yeah, as you say, we're not just limited to the moon, we're going up and down the solar system. So yeah, you've got the golden yellow of the sun. The Mission to Mercury version is very nice indeed. Yeah, it really is. That almost looks like a sort of titanium, mono, monochromatic style, greys and blacks. Very nice. You've got a Mission to Venus, which is pink. Um, the Mission to Earth is very nice also. You've got a nice sort of very kind of dull blue uh, dial and bezel, but the case is this um, <laughs> green, which is very, very popular in kitchens in the UK at the minute. Um it's this pastel kind of green colour. Um, so, yeah, very strange. It looks a bit like a, a trendy kettle um, in that <laughs> green. 
Um, the mission to the moon is uh, now this here's your big boy. That's your most speed mastery looking uh, swatch <laughs> I've ever yeah. seen. Very traditional colours going on there, mimicking the steel of the case, of course, with a grey. Uh, the only thing that really stands out as different is, as with all of these, the arrangement of those chronograph subdials. Yeah. Which I quite like that. It feels a little bit more something different, something unusual with the Speedmaster and Moonswatch logos sitting underneath the top two. Uh, and, and that's when I first saw this watch and the Mission to the Moon in particular. I just thought, oh, they've done a slightly different arrangement of subdials. Mm. Cool. Um, the Mission to Mars one blew me away. That's your big boy for me. Yeah, I can't. I can't believe that you could actually get your Alaska project, an Omega kind of oddity, really, and now you can just get it for two hundred bucks. It's got the conical flask, shuttle hands, and yeah, it's doing everything here. And this, this, this is the big one for me that also raises questions as to why. Um, that's something I'll, we'll tap on into a minute, though. Let's continue on with these. Uh, with these models moving into the mission to Jupiter. Yeah. Um, bit brownie, but a little bit of a nod to Ultraman with uh, yeah. the orange second hands there, which is great. Yeah. Feels very much like gateway collector stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of nods to other watches that happened here. Uh, Alaska Project, Ultraman, um, Earth to Mars and stuff like that, mm. that, that they're harking back to. Yeah, it's like a little uh, fun kind of gachapon Omega museum. <laughs> uh, and then we've got Mission to Saturn, which is quite nice. It's got a quite nice, rich, brownie styling, but um, the Saturn print on the sub uh, on the subdial at six leaves a little bit to be desired. I'm not sure if that's everyone's cup yeah. of tea. I'm, I'm not a fan of that personally. The whole thing is putting me in mind of the uh, the little clock character in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Once you see the eyes and the little moustache and the mouth, uh, you, you can't unsee that, unfortunately. Oh, wow, yeah, brilliant. Thank you. Actually, that's now now you said that, that's my f- new favourite. <laughs> so he looks like he's got a ball gag in his mouth, which is a little bit unsettling. <laughs> but again, um, the mission to Uranus next. <laughs> yep. Um, obviously Uranus is a Tiffany blue, but I, I like to think of this as a great big jab in the face of the popularity of Tiffany blue, whilst also getting to release a watch that's in Tiffany blue. Talk about having your cake and eating it too. Yeah, that's great, isn't it? I mean, Tiffany blue can go to Uranus and stay there. Um... <laughs> it does look quite nice though. Yeah, that's yeah, it's fun, isn't it? It's fun. I'm definitely getting this. So, you, I mean, you predicted earlier in one of our videos that all the colours of the bow would be represented this year, and that's definitely coming true. And I'm definitely getting like a Y2K aesthetic. All all these things, all these watches, they're kind of a little bit plasticky, a little bit fun. They just remind me of you know mini displayers from the era where you can get them in every colour and those old yeah. Max, you know, where they had all those kind of translucent coloured backs, and you could just see this on the wrist of. Um, Lisa Left Eye Lopez or someone like that, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and next we've got the Mission to Neptune. Oh, you love a blue watch. Yeah, I mean, that's too blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. 
Well, I, I, again, again, I, li- I like the um, the dial and the bezel, but the case being a, a blue is, is kind of odd. Well, you heard it here first, a watch that is too blue for time. The man <laughs> who uh, gravitates towards typically blue watches. I, I never would have suspected it. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I think I, sometimes I think these colours kind of elevate the plasticky ceramiciness of the, the case. I think I prefer the ones that are more closer to actually looking like steel because the mm. the objective is to make it look like you're wearing an Omega Speedmaster. That's what this is about. <laughs> right, 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 right. That's interesting. Um, mission to Pluto. I, I would say Mission to Pluto is probably down there with the Mission to the Sun in terms of the one that's grabbed me the least. But we've got some of that burgundy red going on again. That's, that's quite a feature on the uh, the big boy Speedmaster this year. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Um, great selection. Um, I also note as well that it looks like the battery cover on the backs of all these watches mimics the planetary body that the watch is themed after. Uh, quite a nice little touch. Yeah, that's nice, isn't it? And for you, the, the, the ever convenient ability to change your own battery instead of taking it to a a jeweler somewhere i love that not only could this you know disrupt the luxury watch industry but it's gonna gonna take a bite out of timpson's lunch as well <laughs> oh <laughs> so all of these watches in isolation seem like great watches i can see um you know aiming at that cassioke level of collectability and enthusiasm all of that good stuff but the really big question mark for me over this is the prominence of the Omega brand and uh, look and feel with the Speedmaster. I think it's great for us. Is it good for Omega? That's interesting, yeah. I mean, it, I've always wondered, like, why don't why don't the brands, why don't they just do, you know, a £500 steel watch with their name on it, just simple, slap it together, get it out there so people can just have a piece of that that brand that heritage all that good stuff without having to pay top dollar but i think in my heart i feel like nah you it's kind of something that you aspire to isn't it these are aspirational products it doesn't want to be commonplace it needs to have a little bit of an air of desirability about it do you know what i mean yeah because uh, i think these are going to sell out yeah i think they will just disappear immediately um partly due to popularity and probably partly due to the whole modus operandi of this operation which is to deliberately withhold product in order to create buzz that that's my speculation on this mm-hmm. um does that make it a gateway product for omega's higher end collection or does it dilute the brand and actually put people off the higher end stuff if you can have something that looks like a speedmaster from 10 feet on your wrist for 200 quid are you going to bother spending five thousand pounds on their entry level moon watch and are people going to want to spend ninety thousand pounds on the very extreme end of the speedmaster 321s in platinum or moonshine gold or any of those it's such a broad range of product under one brand even with the collaboration of swatch that it's left me well confused if anything yeah yeah, I'm very confused by it. I mean, if if this was going to be widely distributed, you know, you could get this, you could purchase it online and, you know, get it from their online boutique or however, you know, get it on Amazon or whatever you want. Um, if that was going to be the way it was, it, it was distributed as it is, it's select Swatch boutiques only. Mm-hmm. 
I'd, I'd, I'd call their bluff and be like, yeah, I'm going to get a, a Speedmaster for 200 quid and, <laughs> and, and then I'll be, and then we're done. Like we don't, I don't need to do anything else <laughs> after that. I've got, I've got a watch that says Omega. It looks like a Speedmaster and no one can call me out on it. Yeah. I remember a, f- a few years ago, 10 or so years ago, Aston Martin released a version of the tiny super mini Toyota IQ, I think it was, as the Aston Martin Signet. And this was a tiny little car that could be purchased for ten, eleven thousand pounds £11,000. And they sold it for in the 30s. Right. Tarted it up with a bit of leather, but ultimately it was a little Toyota. Um, it was very limited and has since become a really rare collector's car and has rocketed in value. I, I'm guessing that's what Omega is hoping to achieve, that it, it puts the name Omega in front of a lot more people who are the next generation of people buying luxury watches. Um, whether it will do that is really dependent on how many of these watches there are, how limited they are, how desirable they become, how sought after uh, they are amongst collectors. Because I think if they are readily available, all that will happen is that someone looking in the Omega store at the £5,000 entry-level moonwatch will think, oh, but this looks like that really cheap one, two doors down in the swatch shop. Yeah, I mean, if these are going to run and run for a long time and they are readily available, yeah, I I can't see me ever wanting to get the real deal. Um, That said, all this is going to do is just a placeholder for your wrist, like a Timex or... A Tissot. You wear it down the beach. Yeah. Are they going to be the people that are actually going to be affected by this? Because you go, well, I don't need to get a Timex anymore because I can get an Omega Swatch. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. This will definitely eat into all of their lunch, won't it? But I'm just trying to think, how would I react? If if I had one of these with the uh, the eventual goal of buying something premium, would it make me aware of Omega, perhaps, more, and encourage me to explore their more expensive offerings as a long-term goal? Or would it make me feel like, hmm, being there, done that, I don't really want the steel version that I have to wind myself Yeah. for a, for a, a heck of a lot more? Or is it going to make me think, oh, I'll just go to Rolex instead? Are, are Omega banking on the fact that you can't get hold of Rolex is to use this as an opportunity to get people looking at Omega again, get some buzz around the brand Omega? Is this a publicity stunt for the Omega brand for people who purchase a luxury watch for the brand name in order to become more aware that, oh yeah, Omega's a thing and I can actually go and buy one of those? Yeah, it's curious. It's a bold speculation on Omega's part, and I'm I, I'm very interested to see how it plays out. Uh, and you know, I, what I really like is that they're trying crazy things like this. This is very unusual for the watch industry, especially for the big boys, especially for a brand as old as Omega, who are usually so cautious when it comes to uh, evolving what they do. Yeah, I mean, this almost answers a lot of a lot of problems I have with you know, luxury watches in general, mainly price and availability, <laughs> but they haven't quite they haven't quite nailed the availability one. Yeah, availability does remain to be seen. You're being able to get one of these is purely based on geography. Um, one thing that crossed my mind is you could, um, you could actually gift a Speedmaster to a space-loving friend who didn't know that much about watches. 
Imagine that though. You tear the first piece of paper. Omega. Oh, oh. Tear a little bit more. Swatch. Oh. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's a speedmaster with a big asterisk on it, isn't it? It's you've got a lot. Of, you've got a bit of explaining to do, haven't you? Whenever you, uh, whenever someone asks you about your watch. Because I, I note as well on the dial, it's Omega times Swatch, not Swatch times Omega. Swatch times Omega makes Swatch better, makes the product more exciting. Omega times Swatch makes the product worse. I don't know maths very well, but wouldn't you get the same answer either way? <laughs> you would do. But if you were starting from Omega and you times it by 0.5, then <laughs> yeah. Omega is worse. Sure. If you start with Swatch and times it by two, then Swatch becomes better. The Swatch is the part that brings it down. It's the point that I'm trying to make. With you. People who people who are in the market for a Swatch are going to be like, oh, this is brilliant. People who are in the market for an Omega, that remains to be seen. Uh, I, it's still, though, the bottom line for me is you can buy a watch with Omega on the dial, the Dot Over 90, Moonwatch Chronograph for £207. That's, you know, I don't care about, I don't care about materials. I don't even care about movements. Well, a lot of people don't. And I'm someone who sits in between these two things where the actual moon watch, where you can see the mechanical movements and all of that good stuff. It feels like a a relic of the past as close as it can possibly be for £5,000 versus this. I, between the two, I feel like I'd be more swayed to one of these and think, great, in the case of we've got Moonwatch at home, actually, do you know what? This Moonwatch at home is probably fine. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I would feel more comfortable having this as part of a collection than having several watches at several thousand pounds worth. Sure. This buzzes me way more than Rolex times Patek could ever do. God, could you imagine that? <laughs> uh, yeah, so really uh, a bit of a broad summary on this new watch, <laughs> a lot of confusion and a speculative look to the future because honestly, we don't really know how this is going to work, how people are going to react and what it's going to do for the Omega brand. Why don't you, dear viewer and listener, tell us in the comments below what you think because uh, I'll be keen to accumulate the overall opinion as to whether or not people are going to go and buy these things, whether or not they think it puts them off buying Big Boy Omega, the whole kit and caboodle. And um, in the meanwhile, we'll just keep our ears to the ground and see what happens. Um, hope you enjoyed this one. Please do subscribe if you did, and we'll endeavour to do more. See you next time. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 